Hello and welcome to the Analysis Mason podcast. My name is Tom Rebeck and I'm here today with Ibrahim Kasaji from our IoT research team. Today we're going to talk about the performance of IoT in 2021 and what can that, that can tell us about the, the state of IoT. So every year we track the IoT results of telecoms operators. Um, so there are about 20 that report connection numbers and uh, about 10 that report revenue figures. So we track those on a quarterly basis. We also track the other companies that report um, IoT numbers, I, I, either um, listed companies that specialize in IoT or the IoT divisions of large companies like Qualcomm or Intel that, that split out and report their IoT revenue. So all of those re- results are compiled in a tracker for our subscribers, um, and Ibrahim has also written a, a piece for our website, and we'll put links to both of those uh, both of those pieces in the show notes. Um, so Ibrahim, let's start off by talking about the, the telecoms operators and their connection numbers. So what happened to connection numbers in 2021? Yeah, so I think the headline in terms of connections is that the number of connections continued to grow uh, at a steady rate in 2021, uh, relatively similar to 2020, um, but the, the growth rate is still slower than before the pandemic. Mm. So before the pandemic, you'd typically see most operators reporting connections growth uh, kind of in excess of 20%, um, some a bit more, some a bit less, but, but generally most would clear that 20% mark. Um, but if you're looking at 2021, it's more like most operators are above 15% uh, and there's slightly fewer reporting over 20%. So, you know, 15% is still a, a relatively solid amount of growth, but um, but still below pandemic levels. So it shows that uh, COVID and, and kind of knock-on effects have, have had an impact uh, in 2021 as well. And that, so we're talking about a typical figure of 15% year-on-year growth. So still a very healthy growth in, in connections in 2021. How does that compare to 2020? It's about the same, slightly higher? Yeah, so uh, it's about it's about the same. It's it's kind of more stable. So if you look right. at 2020, the, there was five operators that reported growth of less than 15%. Um, so, so kind of more that did badly, but then there were a few that did quite well. Whereas in, in 2021, there was only two operators which reported growth of less than 15%. Um, right. But then, you know, there's still a few operators kind of in that 15 to 20% mark. So, so not necessarily a big improvement on 2020, but kind of more stable as, as a whole. Yeah, more, more, more consistent growth across the different operators that, that, that report these numbers. Um, let's turn then to, to revenue figures. What happened to those in, in, in 2021 and how does that compare to previous years? So the revenue growth was not quite so good uh, in in 2020 uh, so, and, and 2021. That kind of continued as well. Um, we can put them in two groups. There's the Chinese operators who, who actually did quite well. So all of them mm-hmm. reported revenue growth of, of over 20% um, and, and kind of close or not too far from what they were reporting pre-pandemic. But if you look at the non-Chinese operators, uh, it's a different story. Uh, pretty much all of them have reported slower growth rate in 2021 than in 2020 uh, and even slower than 2019. Um, so, so yeah, kind of the, the pressure in the IoT connectivity market and, and knock-on effects from the pandemic uh, have, have affected IoT revenue um, and, and more than connections. And what's the, so I think you said that the Chinese operators they they grew revenue. Uh, what did you say above twenty percent in twenty twenty one? Yeah. Um, what about the non Chinese operators? What sort of typical revenue growth figures? 
I think it varies by operators, but we're talking about 10 to 15% mark. And, and, and there's a few operators, so KPN, Telstra, and Tele2, and they all reported growth in, in the single digits. Right, uh, okay. So, and, and yeah, t- typically we'd see a kind of 15% pre-pandemic, so, so quite a fall uh, in 2021 for the non-Chinese operators. Yeah, I think it's probably worth a couple of things. One is that we 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 pretty much always see revenue growth growing, but growing slower than connect to, than the growth in number of connections. So there's obvious pricing pressure um, that that continues across across the market. Um, that that was true in 2019. It's true in 2021. So if connections are growing at 15%, revenue is growing at say 10%. Mm-hmm. That seems sort of a, a, about right on average. Um, the other thing I think to say about revenues. Um, is that as a percentage of total revenue for these operators, we're still talking about a very low share, sort of one, two percent, maybe three percent for for the for the biggest operators, that that sort of range. Yeah. Um, but obviously, it's quite different in terms of connection numbers. We're talking about uh, of of mobile connections. IoT can be what 20, 30, 40 percent of total connections. Um, but obviously, the revenue per connection for IoT is so much lower that that translates into a. Um, I mean, it's a useful. One, two, three percent of extra revenue, but not not really a big change. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I wonder it, it's going to be interesting to look at the Chinese figures during 2022. Clearly, COVID is hitting in China again. Um, they're in those the major lockdowns in China. I wonder what impact that's going to have on those Chinese operators that did better in. I mean, they did better throughout the pandemic than I think operators elsewhere, didn't they? Yeah. Um, because they 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 were able to manage the the impact of the the pandemic more. That's obviously not the case in 2022. So we'll see what see what happens in the next set of results. Um, more generally, then, what do you think these results are telling us about the the, the state of the the IoT market? So I I think it shows that the the the, the competition, especially on the pricing side, is quite high, and it's it's not likely to ease uh, in the short term, um, but. You know there are kind of some positives. So, you know, wh- one of the reasons the uh, growth has been lower in the last couple of years is, is the chipset shortages, yeah. uh, which which particularly have affected the automotive market. Um, but those are likely to to ease towards the end of the year. And so, uh, and as those ease, you should see growth pick up a, a little bit more. Um, and yeah, then you know there there are some positives as well. So if you look at what, what operators and, and some of the vendors like Nordic Semiconductor and Qualcomm are saying, that they are seeing they are saying there's a bit more traction in, in the LPWA market uh, in the last year or so than there was. We've seen a few large uh, smart metering contracts awarded uh, on NBIoT and LTM. Yeah. Um, and, and there's lots of tenders ongoing where operators will be in the mix for that. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I think so just just to come in on that, I think it's quite interesting with narrowband IoT. We don't see massive like mega contracts of ten million or twenty million connections, but I am seeing a sort of steady stream of press releases with somebody who wins a contract for a million connections or two hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. connections or you know, r- reasonable numbers of connections, and they're coming through quite often. We're seeing those, and those are just the ones where there's a press release. There are probably more that that don't have a, a public announcement. Yeah, absolutely, and 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 there's going to be kind of growth opportunities, mm. uh, kind of stimulus funding from uh, from governments going into uh, you know potential IoT projects and smart yeah. metering or sustainability based projects where, yeah, as you said, there may not there may not be massive contracts, but there'll be several of these kind of smaller ones, uh, which which will provide opportunities, um, and kind of an- another point, kind of. Uh, is that there's ongoing labour shortages in the market, 
uh, kind of we've seen that in the last couple of years or so and, and it's kind of ongoing and that may cause companies to to put more of an emphasis on digital transformation uh, and, and IoT will play a part there. Um, so we could see more in, in investment in IoT and kind of opportunities for, for operators um, in the short term from kind of that digital yeah. transformation kind of taking place. Yeah, we saw that. So um, earlier this week, I did a, a, another podcast based on our survey of SMBs. And one of the things that came through really clearly in that survey was was one of the problems. I mean, we're all kind of aware of this, but facing, um, facing all businesses is, is around those labor shortages. And uh, in that survey, the, the respondents told us they were looking at you know, technology solutions to, to solve those problems. And yeah, clearly IoT could be a part of that. Yeah, definitely. Okay, great. Um, well, thank you very much for, for that, um, Ibrahim. As I say, we'll put a link to the to the article on on in the, in the show notes and also to the uh, to the tracker for our, our subscribers. There's plenty more content on on IoT and the performance of opera, of operators on our on our website. Um, if you'd like to automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason podcast. We also welcome your comments, feedback, and reviews. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.